Hello, and welcome to Breast Cancer Conversations, a podcast brought to you by survivingbreastcancer.org. I'm Laura Carfing, breast cancer survivor and founder of survivingbreastcancer.org, a nonprofit organization providing community, education, and resources to empower those diagnosed with breast cancer and their caregivers from day one and beyond. Hello, hello, and welcome to Breast Cancer Conversations. This is your quick and dirty hot topics and questions. So this is, again, a shorter version of our full-length episodes where we take deep dives in various topics and questions that you, our breast cancer community members, have. Today, we have Candace and Lauren on the podcast. Lauren is diagnosed with breast cancer under the age of 35. Candace is one of her good girlfriends. Candace asks Lauren, as a person diagnosed with breast cancer, what is it that you want your friends to know? Welcome to this week's Q&A. How did you feel was best from a friend to support you during this time? Like, I know, you know, people sometimes get overwhelmed with the question, like, how can I help? Like, sometimes it's easier to give a specific thing. Um, But I was just curious kind of what your experience was like with all these different types of support. Yeah, everyone's so, so different. I am such a as you know, Candace, like very outgoing social person. Like I love to spend time with friends. I love to talk with friends. I, I, it actually like gives me energy and energizes me to to do that. Um, what I didn't anticipate is how exhausting handling communication is when you have something like catastrophic like this going on. So very quickly, you know, I had a wonderful outreach and I so appreciated it, but I I couldn't keep up and I, and I did not want to talk about it. I didn't want to keep talking about it. And um, you know, every time you talk about something, you have to relive it. And it's just, and it, it, you know, it sinks in deeper that, Hey, this is your new reality. And so that was very difficult for me. I think, um, you know, looking back the ways that I feel like people can support you the most is just, you know, not thinking much too much about it, just doing whatever they think. So like, I'm a big fan of like cards, like writing a card like that and sending it to me, like means the world to me or, you know, shooting a text message and just kind of being like, no response necessary. Like you get to this when you get to it. Like, I just wanted to like give you an update on my life and tell me what's going on with me and let me know how I'm thinking of you or, um, you know, sending food is often great. And really, I think for cancer patients, sending food is not really, sending food is really more to take care of the caretaker, not to take care of you. Right. When you're going through chemotherapy, which is really the predominantly the, the biggest part of this process that you really need support, that you are fairly helpless. Um, you know, that you're, that you're really leaning on someone else to help you get through. Um, you know, you can't eat, you, you, you really struggle to eat. You, I, you know, I'm Laura, you probably, if you, if you did chemo, you probably had a similar situation. You, you feel so nauseous and you feel so unwell. Um, you, you have no appetite. And if you are going to eat anything, it's going to be bland, 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 like rice with nothing on it or, um, you know, cream of wheat or oats or, you know, something oatmeal, something that as bland as, as possible and nothing healthy, nothing, nothing nutritious. Um, so, so sending food is really more just like to take something off of your caretaker so they can, they can kind of focus a little bit more on helping you and being present for you. I think other things that were really big for me is like when I'd have friends just come over, like, I don't want to plan. I, I can't coordinate. I don't know when I'm going to feel good, but just, just come over and come see me. And for me, that, that was huge. Just like, you know, worst comes to worst. Like if we can't, if I can't get out of bed, then, you know, just leave me some food or leave me a note or, or something, but making the attempt. So I don't have to schedule. So I don't have to like coordinate. It's like, you know, I'm going to be here, you know, for these next 10 days, I'm, I really, I can barely leave the house. 
Um, but you know, I was trying to walk. So having someone to come in the neighborhood and walk with me was really wonderful. And, um, you know, really just, just being there or just, you know, sending something like, Hey, I'm thinking of you was, was really wonderful. Um, you know, trying not to talk about like, how are you doing? You know, the answer is not well. And so you don't want to keep, you know, repeating it. You don't want to sugarcoat it. And you also understand that, you know, the, 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 you know, the person not going through it, they really can't understand what you're going through. Right. And it, it want to put the, it's funny. You don't want to put the onus on the person going through it to explain their situation. You really just want to like be there to be like, I love you. I support you. You're, you're so strong. I see you. I see what you're doing. And you know, I'm here for whatever you need. Like, when can I come over? Or I don't care. I'm just going to come over Thursday night and, you know, I hope I can see where I'm going to come over on my lunch break or whatever. And that's, you know, to me, like that's, you know, my, my caretaker, you know, Rob at the time, he, you know, he was busy working and he works long hours. He works every day. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there were many where I'm just like, I would just love a friend to sit here with me or to like make me laugh or distract me. Um, I really couldn't watch TV. I didn't feel well. I could barely watch TV. I love to read. I could not read. I was so sick. I couldn't read. So, you know, for me, the best thing was just like, you know, grab my dog, let's walk together. You hold them and I'll try to walk or, you mm-hmm. know, just distract me. And so for me, like those were kind of the, the biggest things. And, um, you know, just kind of like, don't think about it, just do it, just do whatever you can do, whatever you can give. Right. And I think, you know, no one expects like, no, you know, no cancer patient expects like you have to show up and do this, or you have to send this. It's just whatever you in your heart want to contribute is so appreciated. And so I think that, um, you know, like don't put the onus and the responsibility on, you know, and the burden and on the, the patient, you know, just get, contribute whatever you can get would be kind of my, my advice. You're right. There's no wrong way to support a friend. It's just the best way to support the friend from what they need from their perspective. So, um, and Kenzie, she has a, an adorable lab, Laura named Kenzie. And, um, I mean, I feel like furry friends must help so much during this process. They already are the best, but like, even on top of that, it must be great. As a dog mom to Logan, I totally agree. If you're enjoying this new short form content and have some burning questions you'd like us to answer, send me an email at laura at survivingbreastcancer.org. And thank you all for listening and tuning in week after week here on Breast Cancer Conversations. Please be mindful that all of our content and information is for educational purposes only and is never a substitute for medical advice. If you want to hang out again, please check out survivingbreastcancer.org forward slash events where you can RSVP to our Thursday Night Thrivers weekly meetup, our Movement Monday classes, workshops, seminars, and so much more. We can also continue the dialogue online via social media. Our Instagram handle is survivingbreastcancer.org, all one word, and you can follow us on Twitter at SBC underscore ORG. Until next time, keep on thriving.